Check, check, check. Check, 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 check. Podcast is back on the air, biatches. My name is Darian. I am back for another goddamn week of horror news, floozies, shenanigans, bowling balls, hardcore sex, and anything else you might need. Here I am. Buddy is in the house. Hey, what's going on? He made it back, ladies and gentlemen. He survived his international travels. (laughs) Right. What's up with you, big fella? Oh, it just feels good to be back. Yeah, man. Yeah, two weeks. You were were out for two weeks? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was in uh, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, weather wasn't too bad. I mean, it's similar to here, actually. Yeah. Kind of cold and bleak. Yeah. Yeah, about to say, that's what we've been going through. Early morning, late nights. Good good for you. Yeah. We're working on the weekends. Oh, fuck that, man. Fuck off. Feels good to be back and... In my own, you know, routine. Yeah. Are you going to get a day off anytime soon? Uh, tomorrow, actually. That's your one day off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yuck, yuck, foo. I don't know what company. Well, I do know what company you work for. No, I'm not. I'm not going to work for that company. Oh, it's, I love it. Well, I enjoy it. You're out of your mind, <laughs> yeah. buddy. You're out of your mind. Yep. How dare you come into my house with a positive attitude? Get out. Get out of here. Yeah. How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, just the usual fucking around, watching yeah. horror movies, uh, playing games. Nice. Uh, yeah. Had to had to drive a car up onto a trailer. Oh. Earlier this week. Yeah. My my brother in law decided it would be best if he moved back to Oklahoma with his parents. Oh yeah. But his little piece of shit car isn't going to make that drive. So, so yeah, push it. They, <laughs> <laughs> to put it on a trailer. Oh, man. And he, he, he tried to drive it up there, and then he, like, just lost his nerve and started shaking, so he had to get out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was perfectly drivable. Oh, it, yeah, it was doable. <laughs> just he just scared did, to put it on a trailer? Scared, scared the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should have put it up there and said, oh, yeah, I got it, and put it back put down. It, okay, yeah. your turn. Okay, that's yeah, how you it do it. <laughs> yeah. See that? You just got to gun the engine and punch the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Now it's your turn, fucko. <laughs> Ah, damn it! It's fun. I like to do a little stunt driving every now and then. Uh, yeah. You know, when it's especially not, when it's not your when own it's car. It's not my car. Yeah. So yeah, I'll wreck the shit out of somebody else's car. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right, God damn it, buddy. We got a we got a regular horror show to get into here. Are you ready for this? Absolutely. You remember how to do this? It's I been think a while. So, yeah. All right, I'll walk you through it. Don't yeah, be, pull out my notes. Don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Uh, how about we start things off with a little... Is this on? I don't know. I don't know if it is. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> how about some horror news, you maniac? Yeah. Ha 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 ha. 
horror news. All right, go ahead. All right, the complete Phantasm Sphere collection is on Blu-ray. It's set for currently. Oh, that's uh, collection Blu-ray set is currently cheaper than ever, but it's on Amazon. How cheap is it? Ninety-one seventy. I don't. Th- I I don't know how much she paid. I got mine, but it was a birthday present. I think she paid one hundred and twenty-five for it. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, it's a uh, that's part right. of a pre-Black Friday offering. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Igloo celebrates Halloween on Christmas with limited edition The Nightmare Before Christmas Cooler. You know those old uh, Igloo coolers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's um, available for $39.99 and the design inspired by Halloween Town. It's a cooler that has a seven-quart capacity fitting up to nine 12-ounce cans. It features thermal cool foam and a cleaner, eco-friendly insulation. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. I'm into it. I don't want a nightmare before Christmas, though. No. Give me like a, a Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Predator, uh, Lost Boys, Cooler. That'd be, oh, that'd that would be, be pretty cool, yeah. Uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Nightmare before Christmas? Eh. Not so much. No, it looks like you bought it at Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have anything against Hot Topic. I just don't want people to know that I go there. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to go through this real fast, but there's 10 great horror movie titles you can stream on Tubi in November. All right. Hit ready? Me. Yeah. Rogue. Okay. Feast. All right. Dead Sushi. Oh. The Eyes of My Mother. Okay. Even the Wind is Afraid. No idea. Silent Night, Deadly Night 5, The Toy Maker. Oh, I didn't know there was a part five. Allison's Birthday. Eh. I, Madman. That's a good one. Scream 4. Ah. Oh, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's about 50-50 there. Yeah. Um, there is some good stuff on Tubi. Oh, yeah. You just got to dig deep. Mm-hmm. And you got to do a lot of scrolling. Oh, yeah. And looking at... They, they do a good job of uh, making the bad shit look good. They put, like, a lot of skulls on the thumbnails mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Hot chick in a, in a wife beater. Yeah. And then or you get a, the covers look really good. You get an MA-14 rating. Piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> right? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Are you ready, buddy? Hmm. For The Shining Veil, horror comedy series with Courtney Cox. Horror comedy? Horror comedy. Hmm. Headed to Stars next year. Okay. I like it. Um, i no lo- I no longer have a crush on Courtney Cox. No? She looks... Uh, well, she's had some work done. Oh, yeah? And it is evident. Okay. And um, Well, like lips, cheeks, like Botox? This, where they, they take it and they stretch it. Oh, yeah, the shock, you look shocked syndrome. Like when you get electrocuted yeah, and you're like... <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's oh, it going, guys? I feel pretty good today. Yeah. yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, my wrinkles are gone, but I look like the Joker. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. my ears are touching on the back of my head. Yeah. Because they just <laughs> right? keep pulling my face apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you said, it, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not, she's, I, I've had to, you know, remove her from my celebrity bang list. Yeah. It was hard to do, oh, buddy. You know, there's a lot, I had a lot of good memories with Courtney Cox. She's got to drive backwards real fast. She is just, <laughs> uh, you know, I got, I only have so much room on that list. Mm-hmm. I had to ask her to leave. I think she took it okay. Well, that's what the old stuff is for, right? <laughs> <laughs> The Evil Dead Groovy Collection. Oh, it's going to be a uh, Blu-ray box set from available from Lionsgate. Now, that'll, here's the thing. That'll be pretty cool. Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two. Right. Ash versus Evil Dead. Hmm. No Army of Darkness. 
Why not? I don't know. Okay. That seems kind of uh, pointless to me. Yeah. I feel I like want s- everything. somebody probably bought the rights to the Evil Dead, and since that's not technically... It's part of the franchise, but it's not an Evil Dead movie. Oh. That's too bad. Yeah. Yep. You had me until then. Yeah. that uh, I don't understand that. Why would mm-hmm. you not just grab Army of Darkness also? Yeah. That sucks, but uh, that's going to be available if anybody wants to check that out. Uh, Paramount Players is in talks to remake Pumpkinhead. Remake, huh? Yes. Hopefully scarier. You didn't like Pumpkinhead. It's okay. What? Yeah. It's all I right. just make the creature the, scarier. The, the creature is the best part of that movie. Yeah. The pumpkin, the demon? Yeah. It's badass, buddy. It's very slow. What? <laughs> the kids. I get it. I get it. There's a lot There's a lot of uh, not necessarily haters, but the kids in that movie were fucking ridiculous. Yeah. You can't call the cops. I'll go back to juvie. You just killed a kid on accident. Mm-hmm. You, you should probably do the right thing here, Biff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'll go back to juvie. Fuck you. Yeah. At least you're alive. And then he takes everybody <laughs> hostage in the cab. <laughs> Because yeah. he doesn't want to go back to juvenile mm-hmm. hall. All right. Uh, Halloween Kills Coloring Book. Oh, yeah. I saw this. It's available. Uh, it's already available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. $7.99. Hmm. Um, I, I don't do coloring books. Yeah, for the kids. Uh, they don't do coloring books either. Yeah. I tried to give them one the other day. They slapped it out of my hand. Right. I said, give me back my iPad, you mm-hmm. old fart. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's the generation. My mom did a thing with coloring books for a little while. I did when I was younger. She did like a couple of years ago. Oh. She said it was like stress relieving for her. Oh, well, you should get her that one then. I'm not going <laughs> to. No. no she'll it's roll, a Merry Christmas, She'll mom. roll it up and hit me with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I don't action. need this bloody, gutsy, gory stuff, Darian. <laughs> color- I'm your mother. Man. <laughs> color it with bright colors then. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need. <laughs> yeah. A lavender Michael Myers. That's right. <laughs> uh, lastly, it looks like Kristen Stewart is developing a ghost hunting show and okay. is going to be LGBTQ plus oriented. I'm not sure what the hell that means. Um, I don't know how you gay up a ghost hunting show. Um, they probably have that those people on there. Exclusively, have, yeah. Okay, that's I, okay. So you have straights, gays, trans, whatever. Okay, on the show and do their thing, and ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be silly. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if she if she markets the comedic aspect of it, then yes, I will definitely check it out. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it's a bunch oh my of, god, I think my balls dropped. <laughs> if, it's, if, it's a, if it's a bunch of heavy set uh, chicks with board shorts and bowl haircuts, come on, Janice! I thought I saw something over there. I don't. I don't think so. No. I don't think I need that. All right, that's all we got on the horror news there, kids. How about a little listener mail, huh? Oh, yeah. Listener mail. Yeah. Buddy, Hmm. you picked a good night to join us. (laughs) Because... We've got a brand new listener! Woo! Yeah! 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 I gotta find his email. Yeah. Everybody say hello to Steve the Cat. 
Hey, what's up, Steve? Subject line, hello from Steve the Cat. Steve the Cat. Hello, Padded Room Cellmates. This is Steve the Cat from PBDC TV's Spooky Tales with Steve the Cat. Right on. I've been enjoying your show for a while now, although this is the first chance I've had to write in. You asked about people's thoughts about Christmas horror movies. Like you, I'm not a big fan of them. I feel that Halloween is Halloween and Christmas is Christmas. I like them both, so I like to keep them separate. However, by complete coincidence, I am watching a lot of Christmas horror movies right now. How do you feel about Christmas horror movies there, buddy? Uh, I think they're okay right when you get into, let's say, this season, about November-ish. But by Christmas, like, I'm just done with them. I get it. Because it's the whole mood, really. Well, yeah, and now they start hitting you with Christmas stuff like mid-August. Yeah. So by the time you get into December, you're like, get the fuck away from me with this. Yeah. I get it, man. I get it. Back to Steve. Uh, since my own show takes a while to put together, I work pretty far in advance, so I am already working on episodes for December. In fact, I listened to episode 501 of your show while watching the film All Through the House on Tubi. Hmm. I have seen this movie before, but I needed to put some notes together for my review, so I turned the sound down on the movie and listened to the padded room while I took notes. All through the All through the house is a decent splatter film. Nothing special, but not bad if you're in the mood for a Christmas themed film. My personal favorite Christmas horror films are Black Christmas, the 1974 version, not the remake. Nice. And fairly recent film called Silent Night, which is sort of a remake of the old Silent Night, Deadly Night, but not exactly. Huh. Have you seen that one? No. It is ridiculous. It's uh it's actually pretty good if you can Stomach some cheesiness, because it's basically a Santa Claus killer, mm-hmm. but he's got a flamethrower oh, this nice. time. And Malcolm McDowell is like this ridiculous uh, sheriff. <laughs> well, that's awesome. He, the he's only, great. He only talks in cliches, nice. like the entire movie. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, my thoughts on The Crow movie, a movie I love. Number one, the drop-off in quality between Highlander and Highlander 2, The Quickening, might be even worse than the drop-off in the Crow franchise, but it's close. Number two, I moved to southeast Michigan in 1994 and worked just a stone's throw from Detroit until I moved away in 2009. It really was that bad in 1994. That sucks, man. Uh, Man. It had a very Gotham City look in The Crow. Regarding Top Dollar's backstory and his quote-unquote sister... Top Dollar refers to her as my father's daughter. I have two thoughts on this. The first is that he's being literal, and maybe she's really his half-sister. The other is that they're both some variety of occultist or Satan worshiper, and they both see themselves as the devil's children. I don't think we ever got into that, but I'll I'll sign off on that. That sounds good. Hmm. Uh, Four. I have always assumed Top Dollar's money-making plan was to drive the property values down to nothing, Buy up the property his gangs have cleared out, then move the gang activity elsewhere to make a fortune when the area gets gentrified. Or more likely, he's being paid off by somebody else who plans to gentrify the area. Five, I remember watching the old Crow TV series. I went into it with low expectations, but it wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it more than the sequels. I imagine it did not age well, though. For the Terradome, I have to go with the Xenomorph over Angela. Oh, shit. All right, hold on. As usual, I am wildly unprepared uh, there, Sam. Steve, I mean, Steve the Cat. Steve uh, the Cat. Steve the Cat. That's two more for the Xenomorph. Buddy, who do you think would win in a fight between Angela from Night of the Demons and a Xenomorph? <laughs> Xenomorph. Oh, of course, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a hard sell right there, buddy. I just don't see any of Angela's demonic powers being effective against a freaking alien xenomorph. I agree, Steve. I have no idea what the educating film is, and I refuse to Google it since that's cheating. Thanks so much for the great show, Steve the Cat. Well, thank you, Steve, for writing in. Glad you glad you dig in the show, there, big guy. Uh, Check out Steve the Cat's uh, show on PBDC TV. Uh, Yeah, that's on there. Now let's get over to jolly old England. Here comes the horror slut herself. Subject line, what is with the wings? Yeah. Morning, gent. Doubtful for others, but greetings if they are there. (laughs) She doesn't have much faith in you guys. (laughs) Uh, thank you for the appreciation. I'm just doing my part to hopefully help out. I have to thank you for what you do to entertain us. I do look forward to seeing the notification of a new episode up as it brightens my day and trip home. Well, thank you again, Kat, for uh, your consideration. Now I must have missed an inside joke about the wings, but this pterodome, I don't see wings being an advantage against a xenomorph, so my vote goes to the xenomorph. Yeah, see, what, what happened there cat is uh at the beginning of the tournament the creeper beat jason Voorhees, and it was a a public outrage and i'm being blamed for it because i made the argument that the the creeper would win because he has wings which to me sounds like a sound argument but that's now being thrown back in my face every chance every match every match (laughs) who has wings who doesn't have wings well he had wings man I think that, well, all right, I'm not going to get into it. God damn it. <laughs> they should all have wings. Well, they don't. And that's why the Creeper won. Xenovore uh, goes to me. I will make a mention. I will make a mention, as you have brought up Tim and his podcast. Very enjoyable show on the horror bits, though I know nothing about American wrestling, so I have skipped over those, and I do enjoy his accent. Yes. The, the ladies love an Australian. You should see his watch. Uh, I've seen Cat. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. We've seen Tim's penis. It is impressive. <laughs> Excuse me. I get a little emotional when I talk about Tim's penis. Uh, now for educate. Silent House isn't a deep dive. If thinking deep is older or very obscure, as it's only about ten years old, still an enjoyable movie for me and possibly one of the one that most have not seen. I've yet to see this week's movie, but I've been told about the crazy things that happen, and I'm sure you will give a very funny rundown of it. Hope you are staying safe and healthy, Cat. Uh, yeah, this, this week's movie is batshit crazy, Cat. <laughs> so get ready yeah. for that. You are correct on educating Darian. I am, in fact, Silent House. Well done. Uh, Cowboy brought, brought it to my attention that I may have been that one at an earlier point. Uh, he's probably right. I don't keep track of this stuff. Uh, let's get down to Bakersfield. Here comes Tony. Hey, Tony. Subject line. Oh, shit. Where'd it go? Darian is a turd. Tony's the president of the Darian fan club. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. He doesn't like to brag about it, but he is actually the president and the only member. So. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. I love this show, but it needs a new host ASAP. <laughs> This Darian guy is a total jackass. He really brings the show down. Whatever happened to that buddy guy? He should totally be the host instead of Darian. I'd rate this show two out of five stars. 
change host to buddy and immediately goes to three stars. <laughs> well, you only have a show once a month. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This isn't from Tony. This is uh, yours truly, Carter Burke. The fucking douche nozzle from Aliens. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. I didn't like that guy anyway. Paul, Paul Reiser's actually a pretty, pretty good actor. Yeah. And that was like one of his first ever acting gigs. Really? And like to this day, when people, people always have these top 10 douchebags of horror, Carter Burke is usually in the top five. Oh. Between him, like the mayor uh, from Jaws, um, PJ from Hellraiser, Three Hell on Earth. Um, there's some other ones, but he's always in the running, hmm. Carter Burke. So he, in a way, he made his uh, his benchmark on horror right there. Nice. All right, now here comes the actual Tony, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, subject line, don't watch gutter balls at work. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, that's sound advice there, <laughs> Or in front Tony. of your kids. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> that's sound advice there, Tony. <laughs> Greetings, Padded Room. It's been a minute. How is everyone? Here is a little disclaimer for anyone who isn't fully aware. Just because a movie is available to watch for free on YouTube doesn't mean you can just watch it wherever you want. Gutterballs is a prime example of this. I found it on YouTube and didn't think anything of it, so I threw it up on one of my two monitors while at work. Well, wouldn't you know, four minutes into the movie, there is a giant vag right there on the screen. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, I couldn't use the work computer. I still watched it at work, but I had to use my phone instead. <laughs> I'm sure you did, Tony. Desperate measures. I'm sure you did. Good thing you could In take, the bathroom too, take right? that phone into the men's room. <laughs> yeah. Put your feet up on the toilet so nobody knows you're in there. <laughs> I can absolutely see why Monica loves this movie. Over-the-top gore, shitty acting, and lots of nudity with actual penetration. Either way, it made me laugh, and it's worth watching once. In the Terra Dome, I will take the Xenomorph pretty easily. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's a blowout, boys. That's what it's looking like. Uh, I recently finished up Midnight Mass. I will say that Mike Flanagan is turning into a pretty good director-slash-producer, not everything he has done has, is an A+, but it's solid work. It definitely makes me want to watch anything he is attached to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, until next time, Tony. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tony, check out a movie called Absentia. It's one of uh, Flanagan's first. I think you'll dig that. That's probably one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great show. Let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy. Subject line, Wings. Fucking ass. (laughs) With the fucking wings. Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and someone made it in tonight or possibly a guest host. Though a suggestion, if it helps, add googly eyes to the plant for company. Ha ha. Best wishes Mm -hmm. for Monica, her family, and her mom. I hope things get better for all of them. Educate your silent house. It's only 2011, so I don't think it's really a deep dive. Now for the Terra Dome. I'm sure I know there will be certain arguments for Angela. Because she has, you guessed it, wings. Did Angela Angela ever grow wings? I don't think so. I I don't think she did. I know. What is there? Four of those movies? Mm -hmm. I know. I don't remember seeing her with wings. I could be wrong, but all right. Ha ha. Now, while wings can give an advantage, so does stealth and instinct, and the xenomorph is a very lethal killing machine. Plus, I think the Xenomorphs are fucking awesome, so it gets my vote against most opponents, wings or not. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty ugly there for Angela. She's yeah. not uh, not doing well. 
Uh, crazy week again, still working six days a week, so I haven't had time to watch much or even think about gaming. I do need to make some time for Dead by Daylight and try Pinhead a bit more. Well, back to the insanity of work. Holiday season sucks for us truckers, but hopefully it gets back to normal soon. And Darian, if you do want some company, I'm down and still looking forward to a chance to check out the Oculus Quest. And I found a political shirt I think we all need. Haha, <laughs> pick attached. Hope everyone has a great week and catch you on the flip, cowboy. Oh, it's that Kruger Voorhees 2024 shirt. Nice. Let's let us take a stab at it. it says. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would probably vote for Freddy Krueger at this point. <laughs> right on. Thanks for writing in, cowboy. Let me just take a look and make sure I didn't miss anybody before we get into the voicemails. All right, hot dog. We got some voicemails here. All right. Let's start things off with Monica's pod boyfriend from Southern California. Here comes the man himself. It's Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, what's going on, Tom Hardy? Hey, yo. Shit. <laughs> God, I hate it when that. Hey, yo. Hey, Patted Room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? I got buddy this week. Hope you're doing well, and uh, hope you got somebody to talk to. As always, appreciate the solo shows. Uh, Thank you very much. Like I always say, it's good to have something in the inbox. I got you covered. Anyway, uh, let me get right to it. Uh, You know, on the Terror Dome with the Xenomorph and Angela. Correct. Man, I think you're in the wrong here. I'm going to go Angela on this one. You know, I think she's got that uh, magic lipstick. I don't know where she's going to shove it in the Xenomorph. That wasn't uh, technically Angela. I'm just I'm going to go magic over, uh, you know, crazy aliens, sci-fi monster. Okay, I don't know why. All right, you don't have to. Um, Hey, on the what are you looking at department? I just catch a couple of things. I wanted to to share one of them. Um, This one demonic. I've seen it's, that. Uh, it's, it's on that under 90 minute thing I was okay. on, and uh, it's actually really good. Which it's, one are you talking about? James Wan is oh, related to it somehow. I don't know if he's like Frank a producer. Grillo. He's not the director, but uh, he's got some sort of credit There's, on there. I, I'd really recommend it. It's a good, good it flick, is. you know. Uh, Maria Bello. I want to say like early 2000s. Yeah. So, uh, but I think it was on Netflix or something hmm. like that. Uh, pretty good one. It's a little bit of found footage in it, so uh, that's not your thing, you know. But it's not the whole thing's not found footage, right? Uh, and then the one that got me off of my under ninety minute thing uh, huh. is this one called the Collingsword. Your Collingsword story or the Collings? I can't remember exactly what it was. Okay. But man, this one I, I think this is like seventy some minutes. Okay. And I was like, "Fuck, this flip is too long, man." Right, I'll try minutes? and remember the exact name of it and get back to you on it. But okay. Stay away from that one. Uh, no bueno. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, and the other thing, I got to catch the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake again. That's not bad. And you know, I tried to watch it with like an open mind. I'm not about, bad. At that. And, hey, you know, it's it's Friday the Thirteenth, but right. it's, it's a new Friday the Thirteenth. So let it let it be its own thing. Sure. You know? And I gotta say, not a bad flick. That's what you know? I'm, that's what um, I said. That's what I always you know, said. It's its own Friday the 13th. It's its own Jason. I, there's some things I really like about that one. Um, I, I like you know, how they kind of try to explain how Jason's able to walk, but be in front of you all of a sudden as you're running at full speed. You know, right. There's like trap doors and tunnels and stuff yeah. like that. I kind of yeah. like that. It was all right. But then there was shit like you know, when he took that, that girl hostage or yeah. took her instead of killing her. Put her in a cage. Like, 
I mean, there, I'll accept some changes to Jason, but that's just that's not Jason. That's not that's not the yeah. Jason we know and He's love. He's not a human trafficker. And then I was watching it with that in mind, and I was thinking, you know, he didn't even have to do that. Like, it doesn't even play a part in it. You could have the the brother going out looking for her, and then right. you know, finding her dead body. It doesn't have to be like a hostage. Uh, GP, I think, unless I just touched something I wasn't supposed to. <clears throat> I wonder if he uh, was talking about it's the like, Collingswood story. I mean, there, I'll accept some changes to Jason, but that's just, that's not Jason. That's not, that's not the Jason we know and love. And, and then I was watching it with that in mind, and I was thinking, you know, he didn't even have to do that. Like, it doesn't even play a part in it. You could have the, the brother going out looking for her and then, you know, finding her dead body. It doesn't have to be like a... Yeah, GP. But he did call back. All right. As he you motherf- Hell yeah. God damn it. I Easy. thought I was going to get through that this Whoa. time. Anyway, I was just trying to say. Uh, okay, coming in hot. You know, if you if you watch the flick, like, you don't even need that as a part of it. You know, like, like that, that bitch doesn't need to be alive. You know, you'd have right. the brother going in there and then finding, you know, her corpse or whatever. And, you know, it, it, it's not it's not critical to the plot, I guess, is what I'm trying to say well, for, for her to be alive. So I just that was one of the changes I just really didn't like and just uh, dropped you out of the flick. Other than that, though, pretty good flick, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's not bad, you know? Who cares now. about it being a remake? Enjoy it for what it is, my thoughts. Okay. Um, on the educating department, uh, you fucking got me again, man. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a bad streak here. i got to get myself back together and get in the game. Come on now. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you, life family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. A uh, couple of thoughts. Um, the Friday the 13th remake. Have you seen it? Yeah. What'd you think? It's all right. It's fine. Uh, I don't like that they turned Jason into a camper. Right. That was kind of weird. Um, as far as like him keeping uh, Winchester's sister hostage, I thought there was... If It's been a while since I've seen it, but I could have swore there was some allusion to her looking like his mom. His mom, yeah. And that's why he kept her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Yeah. Um. That demonic movie. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-mm. It's got uh, Frank Grillo and Maria Bello in it. It's actually a pretty solid movie. Okay. So basically the premise is that there's this exorcism, evil dead type situation that's gone awry. And because the dead bodies are starting to stack up, the police get called. The police call in uh, like f- the FBI and these for- this forensic team and a psychologist. And they've got the place surrounded. And now they're like half-assed negotiating with the demon to let the kids go and stuff like that it's a good show uh the reason you probably never heard of it is because it got hacked before it it was supposed to get a big theatrical release i think it was it would have came out right after it was right on the heels of the first insidious movie oh okay so james wan produced uh had these huge plans they were thinking about making it into a franchise um but it got hacked and leaked and by the time, like, it it had streamed so many times, and, like, so many people had already seen it, they just skipped the theatrical release altogether. I think it went straight to VOD and Blu-ray. And oh, damn. kind of just sank into obscurity, really. Oh, it's a great, it's a pretty good show, though. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, right on, Tom Hardy. Your uh, Terradome votes are locked. Let's uh, see what else we got here, shall we? I do believe we have one more. It's from the Magic Man in Alabama. Here comes um, the road dog Jesse James of people that call into the podcast. Alan. Hey, Alan. 
Oh, you didn't know? Yes, <laughs> better call somebody. It's the road dog of people that call into your podcast. Yes, hope everybody's it is. doing good. Solo show, Darian. Hope you're doing good. Hope Monica's mom is doing all right. Me too. Monica's doing all right with it. Um, Terror Dome, give me Angela. Okay. Uh, let's see. I don't know who Mr. Darian is. Silent House. I did watch the Crow TV show some. It was all right. Yeah. They actually got into it. Like other people had animals. They can oh. help him like a crow. I want to say the big bad guy's thing was like a snake. Oh. Um, it was all right. It was one of them syndicated shows like Hercules or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all I got, y'all. Have a good one. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks for calling in, all Alan. Right. Uh, Alan, your votes are in. Um, I, you know what I did? Hmm. I just I, I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. I'm going to try and see what I can get. I'm going to see if I can get to the bottom of the crow. So I ordered City of Angels on Blu-ray. Okay. I was going to order Salvation, which would be the next installment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't find that fucking thing anywhere. I can watch it. It's uh, I think it's streaming on Amazon Prime. <laughs> but being the completionist that I am, I want the whole right. the whole shit. There's no crow box set anywhere. Wow. Uh, and uh, there was a two movie set where you could get City of Angels and Salvation as one Blu-ray. But that's no longer available on Amazon. Uh, I don't really want Wicked Prayer, but that's the one with Edward Furlong. Yeah, I'll find if I can dig it up, I'll find it. But I, anyway, I got City of Angels on the way, so I got that going for me. Uh, right on, dudes! Thank you guys very much for calling in, Alan, Mr. Tom Hardy, uh, Steve, the cat, Tony, the cat, <laughs> Steve, the cat, and cat. <laughs> yeah, uh, the horror slut. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. Uh, Glad you're digging the show. It's about time to go bowling, my friend. Let's do it. Let's roll. Ugh. Hey, guys. Check this out. One man team, what the f*** is that about? It's a glitch. There is no BBK. You don't know who or where this person is. People just vanish into thin air. It's only on quite safe. It's safe to say that BBK won this game. BBK and Yo, this man is getting pretty interesting. Yeah, buddy. It's gutter balls. Man. 2008. Look out, just the hardcore pornographic. Horror movie you've been waiting for. <laughs> right? Bowling-centric at it, that. It's got it all. Uh, it got 4.6 stars on IMDb. Uh, you know, I think it actually should be a little higher than that. Really? Yeah. You enjoyed this I one, would, did you? I would give it at least a 5. Okay. It's written and directed by Ryan Nicholson. This movie is not rated. It stars Alistair Gamble, Mihola Terzik, and Nathan White. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> So <clears throat> this uh, this is this is part of Rape Revenge Month, mm-hmm. and we get a healthy dose of both of those things in this movie, all taking place in, on, or around a bowling alley. Yeah, fair enough. I'm with you. I'm with you so far. Um, okay, so we start off with uh, some some. I guess kids. I think they were supposed to be high school kids. Yeah, even though they look like college. They were clearly not high school kids. <laughs> no. I would put them mid twenties. Yeah. Possibly even some of them even older. Yeah. Um, we got a, we got. I don't understand this at all. And I guess this is just a horror movie trope where there's always like a group of a holes. Who the fuck invited these a holes? 
to begin right? with. I, I I think the backstory was supposed to be that this was a bowling league. Yeah. Even though there was only two, two teams, teams there. Yeah. Um, all right. Unless it was like a high school rivalry. Like, hey, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to battle each other like uh, sharks versus jets. You know? uh, okay. <laughs> I get that. But when you – isn't it so much – Because they didn't have like team shirts. No. And back then, you wore like the team, butterfly yeah. collar team shirt yeah. stuff with names and yeah. More to the point, isn't it just easier to fight in the parking lot? You know, yeah. Just go out in the in the parking lot, punch each other. Mm-hmm. All this bowling stuff. All right. Anyway, anyway, there's two teams there, and um, one of them is almost entirely female at this point. The other one is a bunch of '80s d bags that are basically heckling the chicks. Yeah, um, <laughs> chicks. Uh, we get a very loose backstory about the d bags. They're led by a dude named Steve. Steve, mm-hmm. who is just a giant ball of testosterone. Oh, yeah. Everything is, give me a fucking beer, you fucking fucks! Mm-hmm. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And his two lackeys, uh, jo- or three lackeys, Joey, AJ, and uh, Pat. Pat's the quiet, nerdy guy. Yep. The other two are just fuckboys. Yeah. Uh, that's basically all they amount to. Mm-hmm. And they do whatever Steve says, and Steve's a jackass. Uh, in comes three other guys that are on the female, the chicks team. Mm-hmm. We have Jamie, um, Dave, and I think Ed. And these guys look like they just jumped out of central casting in 1985 mm-hmm. uh, with the bandanas and the denim and the weird hats mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. And comb in the hair. Comb in the hair. So I think this movie is supposed to take place in the 80s. Yeah. Just going by the fashion. But it's so... Canadian. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like when Steve like gets real mad, the Canadian accent pops right out. Hey, you fucking fuckers! <laughs> what yeah. are you fucking even doing? And then later on, when Pat gets all, I'm really sorry about everything that I did and didn't do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> yep. It's all over the place. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we get to see some vagina lips, right? First, just like Tony said, first five minutes. Yeah. So the chicks, uh, they're there and they're bowling and they're getting heckled by Steve and his ass, his ass hat friends. One of them is named Lisa and via some loose dialogue, we're going to find out that Lisa and Steve used to be together, but she dumped Steve to be with this other guy, Jamie, who just happens to be walking in at the time. Mm -hmm. Now with the chicks is one, um... I don't know what the politically correct term is, so I'm just going to call him a crossdresser. Yeah, um, he's where he, it, it, his name is Sam. He's clearly a male, mm-hmm. and he is uh, dressed up in drag. Right. And um, there's no—I don't think there's any illusion as to him transitioning. So no. Well, he said that he wanted to go under surgery. Okay. He, he made like a comment like that. Well, once I go under surgery, okay, I'm just going to call him a crossdresser. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, At this I point, that's pretty much what he is. And I can't keep up with the LGBTQ terminology, so that's what he is. Uh, Steve and his fuckboys see Sam and they start heckling him, and Sam's like, "You're a bitch!" Bah! <laughs> and then they run, they run over and start. Uh, manhandling Sam and by manhandling him I mean they literally pick him up and start kind of tossing him up and down I know so that his I was like what he's a big dude that was a big guy he's a big person that's a big individual (laughs) Uh, the wig comes off the weird uh, boob uh, 
Oh, it's the uh, um, stuff. Br- the bra pads. Bra pad things come out. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, ah, unhand me. Ow. <laughs> so eventually here comes Jamie and Dave and Ed and they run up on him and they kind of get into a bit of a fisticuffs with Joey and uh, – or not Joey, uh, Steve and his crew. And they get into a big fist fight and um, the, Joe, uh, Steve and Jamie kind of go back and forth about 50-50. And then uh, at one point Lisa grabs a bowling ball and slams it into Steve's foot, breaking his foot. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you fucking fuckers. You broke my fucking foot, you fucking fucker whore. Mm-hmm. So uh, after that, the crusty old guy that works at the bowling alley comes out with a shotgun, racks it, and tells everybody to leave. Yeah. But the problem is, apparently, because this is a bowling league and Dave put $100 on the game, they have to finish the game. So rather than just go outside and finish punching it out mm-hmm. like a rational human being, <laughs> rather than resort to physical violence like a mature individual, <laughs> they decide and they clear it with the old guy that works there. They're going to come back the next night, bowl an after-hours game, and, and figure out who wins the $100. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. I mean, why don't you just go fight? Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. Now you got it. Now we're committing to a second date on this weird right. thing. All right, whatever. It's fine. Uh, so that's what happens. Now they leave. Uh, Jamie and the the crew and the girls they all leave, and then we thought that we saw Steve and Joey and those asshats leave, but we didn't really. They get outside, and Lisa's like, "Ah, shit! I left my purse." Mm-hmm. So she goes back inside to get her purse. Now, this bowling alley is a pretty cool setup. It's got like an upstairs arcade. Yeah. So she's looking around. Uh, the old guy is buffering the floor. He didn't see her come back in. He's, she's looking around trying to find her purse. Uh, maybe upstairs in the arcade. So she runs up the stairs, and that's where Steve and Joey and those fucktards are waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Grab her, uh, rough her up pretty good, rape her. Pretty brutal rape scene here. Oh, man. Uh, but still kind of comedic in a weird way because, like, all of the, you fucking fucker, mm-hmm. like, all of, all of the over-the-top acting is kind of silly. Um, they rape her on the pool table. They uh, rape her on the pinball machine. Pat, who's the quiet guy of the fuckboy posse, is like, guys. I don't know if we should be doing this. Yeah, the whole time they like show him, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah," and then they're like, "You're gonna here comes Steve. You're gonna fuck her too." And he's like, "I don't really want to do that." And he's like, "If you're not gonna fuck her, then fuck her with this bowling pin." So they literally shove a bowling pin, big side first, up inside Lisa, mm-hmm. and you do get to see like I don't know. I assume that. that they didn't actually shove it in her pussy, but it did go in the vicinity of her pussy. Yeah, it was definitely. There was pussy contact made with the bowling ball. I don't know if yeah. it went all up in, but you could see there's there's the pussy, there's the bowling ball. Those lips were getting ready to swallow it. Yeah, <laughs> everybody gets like spurtsed with blood once the the bowling ball <laughs> yeah. uh, hits hits home. So after that, they they leave her and then they take off. And Pat's like, "Ah, oh, that was a really bad thing we did there. Uh, what if she calls the cops?" And they're like, who's going to believe a fucking whore, you fucker? <laughs> and Pat's like, oh, probably everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is really bad business, guys. So now we're going to cut to the following night. Uh, well, actually, after that, we get a cute little montage of somebody in the bowling alley getting ready for 
some kind of slasher situation. Yeah. He like has like a tool belt and he puts bowling pins in them and he sharpens some of them into like stabbing weapons and uh, he puts a bowling bag on his head. I thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Makes a mask out of a bowling bag. I don't remember if I saw the one, but I like the... Uh, it looked like he was making nunchucks out of the bowling pins. Yeah, he did that too. Yeah. All kinds of I don't of remember weapons. him actually using it. No, he makes all kinds of weird weapons out of things you'd find in a bowling yeah. alley. Sharpening the pins. Yeah. All right. All right there, uh, Martha Stewart. Good on you. <laughs> uh, from there, we cut to the next night. It's time for our big bowl off because these guys don't know how to fight each other, I guess. I don't know why I'm so upset that they didn't just fight. You know? It would have been a shorter movie. It would have. <laughs> uh, but if we need, if, if the, the end point is a slasher situation that takes place in a bowling alley. It's got to be inside. Why don't you just have, just put the kids in there. You know, you, we can skip the whole rape thing altogether and just have our bowling killer killing off the kids one at a time. You know? Yeah. Save us a lot of a uh, lot of weirdness. But mm-hmm. anyway, all right. No, I, who nobody cares what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so here it's it's night 2 and we're back for our our bowling league. It's after hours, so the bowling alley is closed. Only guy there is the crusty old dude behind the counter who's full of uh your mama jokes. Yeah. And uh He didn't of, seem that much older. They kept calling him old man. I'm thinking he doesn't look that no, much older than like, you guys. Yeah, he looks like he's maybe mid, mid to 30s? late 30s. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's got a very Timothy Oliphant look to him. Yeah, I can see that. Um, anyway, uh, it's night two. Uh, the girls are there in the parking lot getting high, and so is Sam, the crossdresser. Uh, here comes fuckboy Steve with his posse. Uh, Pat is not present this night. It's only AJ and Joey. Mm-hmm. Pat's the one that didn't do any raping. Um a lot of shit talking back and forth between the girls. Pretty soon, here comes Jamie and Ed and uh, Dave. And Jamie has Lisa with him. Mm-hmm. And she's not saying anything about the rape that happened the night nope. before. She got on dark sunglasses. She, she was. I feel like she was way hotter with the shades on. Yeah. she was. She's hot, that chick, whoever she is. Mm-hmm. She looked way old, way too old. Oh, yeah. You know, just like from the neck up. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's fine. Um Okay, here we go. We're gonna start bull. We're gonna bowl it out here, boys. So Steve brought two floozies with him, and one of them is probably his mom. One of them looked like she could be his <laughs> know, mom. Right? That was pretty gnarly. <laughs> and we get to see her get down, and that's not very cool. Uh, he's got two floozies with him. He's got his foot all up in a cast now because his toe was broken. And it's just nonstop profanity, oh, him yeah. yelling and screaming at his friends and his two floozies. Give me a fucking bear, you fucking fuckers! Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't bowl, you broke my fucking foot! Ah! <laughs> he is really not a happy person. He's calling the ladies bitches. Yeah. And- <laughs> bear, bring my bear, you bitch! <laughs> he would make a great middle manager at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. God, take your fucking order. <laughs> Matthew, your fucking mocha latte's ready. Fucking shit. <laughs> Matthew, get your fucking ass up here. <laughs> That'd be awesome, actually. I feel bad for Matthew, whoever he is. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> this is a profanity coffee shop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so here we go. It's time to bowl. Now, again, everybody's bowling. 
Everything's cool. I mean, there's a lot of shit talking. I got the impression that they were on opposite ends of the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. So that they weren't like right next to each other, the two teams. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of shit talking. It's fine. Um, for, so Steve keeps trying sending his floozies up to the bar to get him drinks. Uh, <laughs> at one point, Dave goes up to the bar also to get a beer, and he bumps into one of the floozies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of sexual innuendo between these two. Eventually, they decide that they're going to go to the bathroom together. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get our first two kills. Yep. Um, she, I, I'm just going to come out and say it. She starts sucking his dick. And uh, he starts, they're basically 69ing on the floor. Uh-huh. She's literally, I don't know if that was his dick or not, but she's putting a dick in her mouth. Yeah. Be it real or prosthetic. And she's on top. She's on top. And our killer shows up and basically chokes her out with his cock. And suffocates him with, with her, her ass. ass. Yeah. So I could think of worse ways to die. I know. I was like, I was like, no. <laughs> I prefer that it not happen on a bowling room bathroom floor. The bathroom floor is probably the most disgusting part. I don't know if I could get down a '69 style on a bathroom on a bowling alley bathroom floor. Yeah. I mean, I'm as horny as the next guy, but let's let me. You know what? I'm just going to lay some paper towels down. I'm just yeah. take me five minutes. <laughs> Here's some toilet seat yeah. covers. By all means. <laughs> Play with yourself for two seconds. I'm going to get a set up here, sweetie. <laughs> Maybe right. I can find some candles. Some set the mood. <laughs> candles. Uh, so that's okay. That's two down. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens while they're in the bathroom, on the, the tele screen, the score screen, mm-hmm. another player enters both uh, games. He goes by BBK, yep. and he just got two skulls on his, his score box, yeah. whatever you call those. Mm-hmm. So now Steve is like, who the fuck is BBK? What's he fucking doing on my bowling team? Ah! <laughs> and the girls down the down the way are like, oh, that's weird. Oh, he's got skulls. That's cool. Oh. Yeah, it must be strikes. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah. How do I get that on my score thing? So that's all well and good. Uh, nobody really notices quite just yet that Dave and the floozy are missing. Yeah, because everybody just leaves and comes when they yeah, want. Yeah, and weird. Uh, they all just kind of wander off at one point or another <laughs> by themselves. Yeah. All right. Now, curiously, though, I noticed, and this was a question that I had, is that throughout the rest of the movie, Lisa, like, just vanishes. Yeah. She reappears for, like, five minutes. And yeah, sits- she was, like, gone for a long time. Yeah, so I was thinking the killer was Lisa. Yep. Not quite, but we'll get to that. Uh, so from there, uh, Sam, the crossdresser is like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And Ed is like, which, which, which bathroom are you going to go to? <laughs> I know He's that like, was a funny conversation. So he goes, I think he goes to the ladies room, uh, where he gets accosted by the killer. This killer looks ridiculous, man. I mean, I get it. You got, you want a bowling centric slasher, but the bowling bag on the head that really, I mean, I get it. This isn't like a serious horror movie, but that's really dumb. You could mm-hmm. do better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, what you should have done was taken a bowling ball, cut it in half, right? And then you got the little, the two for the eyes and mm-hmm. then the one down here maybe oh, yeah. for, the, the two, for the finger holes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just a thought. Uh, the killer shows up. Uh, Roughhouse is Sam. Sam's like begging for his life and offering all manner of sexual gratification to the killer. 
He's like, ah, oh, you want me to suck it? I, I, I can suck it real good, yeah. And the killer's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so the killer, like, basically takes a bowling pin and shoves it in Sam's mouth. And, I like teasing with it at first. Yeah, he like, <laughs> I was like, what? He like, does like a porno move with it, where he's like <laughs> yeah. wiping it all over his <laughs> yeah. face. Oh, yeah. Sam was enjoying himself. Yeah, with that bowling yeah. Pin too. yeah. He's like, ah, 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 Wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> I think Sam might have had a bowling pin at home. That he was <laughs> right? On. Oh, I'm used to one of uh, these. Oh, okay, <laughs> just one or two. Uh, in the end, the killer like shoves the bowling po- the bowling pin down Sam's throat. He chokes on it, and then the killer is nice enough to give him the uh, transitional surgery. surgery. He pulls out Sam's dick and cuts it in half, and kind of I don't know half-ass fillets it. I, I don't know what. I don't know what the actual practice of that is, but oh. I think that's what he was going for. You know what they did, right? Yeah, he basically gave him a vagina. Yeah. Molded his <laughs> penis into a couple of <laughs> lips. Yeah. Split it out. Lovely. Well mm. done. All right. Some bowling room, bowling alley, bathroom surgery. <laughs> Free Perfect. of cost. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty gnarly. Now, about this time, we're going to see Lisa kind of wander off for a second, and Pat is going to pop up. Mm-hmm. The the nerdy kid that didn't want to rape her, and he's like, Lisa, I'm very sorry about what happened. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I tried to stop them, but they they were you saw them. They were wild animals, and I'm so sorry. And Lisa's like, Oh, you you got your rocks off last night, you piece of shit. Well, now I'm gonna get my rocks off. So fuck you. Yeah. And after that, Pat and Lisa. You're dis- just afraid I was gonna call the cops. Yeah. Well, after that, Pat and Lisa disappear for like. The whole rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. They show up again towards the end, but, you know. All right, so that's all well and good. Mm-hmm. Uh, about this time, we're going to cut back to Joey and the Fuckboy team. Uh, I believe it, or Steve and the Fuckboy team. Joey is bowling all right. He decides he's going to go get his ball waxed. Now, you're a, you're a pretty serious bowler, right, buddy? Eh, not serious. But. I mean, but you've bowled in leagues. Oh, yeah. And you've bowled competitively. Mm-hmm. How much of a difference does a wax ball make? A little bit. Yeah? Yeah, it just, how much it grips the floor. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he goes in there. Uh, apparently, this side of the bowling alley is like being uh, under construction. It's being remodeled. Mm-hmm. But he goes back there anyway to use the ball waxer. The ball waxer, like... Talk shit. Talk shit to him. Starts, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Yeah. He's like, ah, you're, you're a homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joey's like, hey, fuck you, you fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the funniest parts of the movie. I was like, oh, shit, this thing is cool. But yeah, this thing is not <laughs> taking any, any of Joey's shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joey gets in there. His ball gets all fucked up because there's like a nail in it or something like that. But he yeah. wasn't supposed to use the ball waxer anyway. Mm-mm. So he gets all pissed off. He goes up to the, the guy at the counter. He's like... Hey, old timer, uh, I just got off your mom last night and my ball's all fucked up. And the guy's like, man, fuck you. You weren't supposed to be back there anyway, and I don't care about your ball. Uh, eventually, he agrees to let Joey use a new ball. So Joey goes back to his thing, his uh, team. And now we're going to cut back to the, the good guys team, which is Chicks and uh, uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, Lisa is basically persona non grata. So yeah. Jamie starts talking to another chick on the team named Sarah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like kind of getting flirty and stuff. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, look at them. They make a cute couple. Well, but he, th- isn't he there with Lisa? Mm-hmm. Sort of. So what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's almost I didn't get the feeling that they were actually a couple. 
just like hey, these two are starting to hit it off, there'll probably be a couple or something. I don't know. Are you talking about Jamie Lisa. and Lisa? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's kind of weird. That's a weird thing happening. Now, there's another chick there named Cindy who's talking to Ed, who's doing his best Axl Rose impersonation. <laughs> uh, Cindy and Ed, like, she just basically grabs his dick and is like, come with me into the, into the storeroom right. over here. Where were these chicks when I was in high school? <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. Well, didn't he say he played the guitar or something? Something. He's like, yeah, you know, people probably think I'm like some kind of an introvert because I play guitar and I've got long hair. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh. Oh, yeah. I got her wet instantly. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. That's all, all he had to say. Now, I don't know why chicks weren't into uh, Warhammer 40,000 players with <laughs> yeah. poor personal hygiene, but I was available. <laughs> um, probably turned some guy on. Probably. <laughs> the doofus down at the game shop. <laughs> hey, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> Get away from me, Tad. <laughs> I'm going to tell my parents. <laughs> so Cindy and Dave uh, foray into the storeroom. They get in there. They start making out. I thought Cindy was the hottest chick there. Yeah. And just because she had that Return of the Living Dead haircut, mm-hmm. I f- thought that was pretty hot. She had a pretty nice body on her, too. Uh, they get in there. They start making out. Um, Cindy is just a filthy young lady. She's like, ah, oh, you want me to suck your dick? Ah, you gonna put it in me, are you, you fucking animal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave's like, yeah. Or uh, Ed. Ed's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. And he's like, oh, shit, I don't have a condom. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would get down with Cindy, but I ain't, I'm not raw-dogging it. Because right. if she's willing to get down in a bowling alley storeroom, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that, but... Ah. I'm probably not the first guy to see the inside of that bowling alley store. <laughs> right. So Ed's like, all right, you're, hey, there's a condom machine in the bathroom. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You remember those? The condom machines? Yeah. Yeah, some of the places I go to for work still have them. Oh, they still have them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're nasty. I, I haven't seen those since I was probably, I don't know, junior high. Oh, they're nasty. Like at bowling alleys They're nasty, shit. dude. If, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's uh, one gay bar that I have to go to. Has like three of them, right? You have to go to it. Or ha- you're willing. I, I'm mandated. <laughs> I'm mandated to go to these gay bars. Yeah, yeah hang out by the. Sorry, honey. <laughs> I have to go back to work. <laughs> so uh, he hauls ass, and he gets uh, accosted by the killer in the bathroom. Uh, he's like trying to figure out which condom he wants. He's like, triple XL. That's not me. Yeah, rib. Rib. No way. Uh, f- eventually he finds like a strawberry one and the killer grabs him and stabs him in both eyes with those sharpened, uh, pin bowling pin things. Mm-hmm. So he's out of the equation from there. The killer makes his way back to the storeroom, which was oddly enough on the second floor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Cindy is just hanging naked waiting for yeah, Dave and, to come back. Yeah. Here he comes with a bowling uh, uh, fucking bag on his head. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you like to wear masks? Oh, are you going to make me come? Oh, give it to me. You see the hair? Yeah. He took the guy's hair? Yeah, he hair. took the guy's hair and put the bandana <laughs> on top of the, the fucking bag. bag. Come on. Yeah, I was like, come what on, the man. Hell? <laughs> I think that was like a half ass nod to Halloween when Michael Myers oh. puts the, the sheet over and then puts the glasses on top. Mm. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, he starts, I think they start 
actually having sex. Like it, it kind of looked like yeah, it. Yeah, because she's But then like, as soon as he backed away, he was like fully, you know, his I don't belt know. was on and yeah. her up. Anyway, he takes two bowling shoes that are tied together by the laces and garrots her mm-hmm. uh, while her boobs are slapping up against the glass. Oh, it's pretty hot, actually. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of Cindy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, we go back down to the fuckboy team. Um the floozy number two gets sent out for a beer run. She goes up to the bar, runs into Dave just as he was making his way to uh, back to or to the bathroom, and she's like, ah, "I gotta get a gotta get a bar, I gotta get a beer for Steve." But then she has to go to the bathroom too, so she gets killed in the ladies' room. Um, I think she just got like beat down with a bowling pin, didn't she? I think so. She was like, oh, I'll suck it. All, every young lady in this movie, with the exception of Lisa and Sarah, is pretty much a floozy. Yeah. And I really wish that I had known some of these chicks when I was in high school. <laughs> right. Or even in the military, I could have used a young lady like this. <laughs> uh, she gets killed. Uh, from there, uh, AJ gets sent to the ball, wa- the ball waxer. Oh, yeah. And he basically gets his face shoved into the ball waxer. There's a loose screw in there that's rattling around, and that's mm-hmm. what fucked up Joey's ball. Yeah. Uh, basically just turns uh, AJ's head into like a big con. Melts it off. Yeah, just like a canoe. Um, from there, Joey, uh, like the, the, what do you call that? That picks up the ball, the pins, the pin resetter. Yeah. Starts fucking up. So Joey's like, I'll just go fix it myself, you fucker. And Steve's like, yeah, go fix it then, you fucking asshole. (laughs) So he goes back there. Uh, Now, uh, Steve is hanging by himself. He's the only one there left on that team. Mm -hmm. And on the other team, the only ones that are left are Jamie and Sarah. And they're kind of having a budding romance situation. And Lisa is missing. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. Everybody else is dead. Um, Joey, or not Joey, I keep wanting to call him Joey. Steve gets up and hobbles his ass down to the other team. He's like, hey, you fucking fuckers, where the fuck is everybody? And they're like, I don't know, but you're losing, so eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. And he's and like, a, and of course, BBK's score. Yeah, keeps... At this point, BBK's got like six or seven skulls. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Every time he kills somebody, he gets a skull on his scorecard. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Um, Steve's like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm leaving. So he tries to get out. This is when we realize that BBK has uh, chained all the doors and the kids can't yeah. leave. So he's like, fuck this. Let's go back. But I'm going to go back and get Joey and have him get us out of here. Because Joey, he thinks, is still back there re- fucking around with the pin setters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie and Sarah go up to the front desk and they're like, hey, where's everybody at? And the uh, crusty old guy's like, well, I think uh, two of your friends are having sex in the bathroom. Two more of your friends are having sex in the storeroom. Uh, the the two uh, floozies are probably having sex with each other somewhere. I don't know. He puts in a bunch of redneck innuendo into mm-hmm. it, too, that I don't even recall. So at this point, we kind of separate. Uh, Steve decides he's going to go get Joey out of the pin center. He goes back there where he realizes that Joey's been decapitated. And possibly raped because his pants are around his ankles. Yeah, his pants were around his ankles. And then when he pulled them back, his head was off. Yes. So that's nasty. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Jamie and Sarah are like, well, we'll just wait this out. We'll go back and go ahead and keep bowling. So they go back to keep bowling. I don't know how they could keep bowling because you need the other players to. You would think. I mean, <laughs> yeah. once somebody else's turn, you're kind of at a standstill yeah, well, until they come I'm back. Until they get back. <laughs> well, we'll just bowl for them. Oh, uh, well, uh, <laughs> hmm. I guess they're really going at it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should go find ourselves a storeroom there, Sweet Pea. (laughs) Right. Um, So they go back and try to bowl. Uh, That's when uh, Jamie's ball gets stuck. So he starts fucking around with the ball return. And, of course, out comes Joey's head. Mm -hmm. Sarah's like, oh, my God, it's Joey. And Jamie's like, oh, shit. So they go back. Um, The killer accosts Steve back behind the lanes at the pole at the – uh, pin setting machine mm-hmm. and basically just beats him to death with a uh, bowling pin. Yeah. Steve is talking shit the whole time. Oh, yeah. He took it just like he dishes yeah. it. Hey, you fucking he whack. Went, hey, bitch. At whack. Le- at least I fucked her. I fucked <laughs> your mom. Whack. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I mean, kudos for that. He wasn't crying like a bitch. No, he was still trying to talk to him. <laughs> Towards the yeah. end, he's like, just kill me. Yeah, just, just kill me. Just fucking kill me. So the killer just beats him to death with a bowling pin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie and Sarah come around the corner just in time to see the tail end of that. Uh, the killer starts walking towards them. So they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. They take off. Um, they go to try to find the guy at the front desk to let him out. He's not there anymore. So then they go up into like this weird construction-esque area that's like all sheeted off. And basically what they find up there is the dead body party, which is uh, oh, yeah. all their friends in various states of mutilation and undress. Mm-hmm. Uh, all dead, of course. And there's like candles and bowling shoes hanging from the ceiling in a weird way. Uh, and then, of course, in comes the uh, the bowling ball killer with his fucking bag on his head. Takes the bag off, and we realize that it's the crusty old guy. Egerton. Edgerton. That's right. <laughs> from the front desk. And he's yeah. like, ah! And then here comes Lisa, and he's like, we got him! And this is where we get the big reveal that Egerton, the front desk guy, is actually Lisa's father. Mm-hmm. This whole thing was a plot to get revenge for the rape that happened the previous night. Jamie was in on it, but they were only going... The original plan was that they were only going to rape... They weren't going to kill anybody. They were just going to rape the the asshat team. Yes. And, uh, but... Ed, I guess Edgerton just got a lost control of himself, and he's like, "They let they let you come back in here by yourself." Yeah. So I had to kill everybody. I'm killing everybody. God damn it! Mm-hmm. And Jamie was in on it, um, and that's when a second bowling bag killer shows up, takes the bowling bag off, and it's Pat. Oh, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, Pat overhears all this. Uh, Edgerton hold, hands Pat the shotgun. And he's like, hold this for a second, son. And then he pulls out a switchblade and basically stabs Pat in the neck. A whole shit ton of blood comes out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Pat's like, oh, this is all part of the plan. Lisa was pissed that Pat was part part of the plan. Yeah, but Edgerton thought he needed a little backup. Yeah. So good for him. But uh, Pat gets killed also. Uh, From there, Edgerton's like, well, I'm going to kill Jamie and Sarah too. And Lisa's kind of like, yeah, that's okay. But then Sarah gets the shotgun. Big double fist fight going on between mm-hmm. Sarah and Lisa are fighting it out. And uh, Edgerton and Jamie are fighting it mm-hmm. out. Uh, Jamie gets the shotgun. Blows Edgerton's like yeah. neck off. Like kind of turns him into a Pez dispenser in mm-hmm. a weird way. Um, 
Lisa gets, I think, what happened to Lisa? I think she gets got choked out or something like that by Sarah. Yeah. Or no, she got shot with a shotgun. She got up and oh, then. Oh, the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Because her top comes open and all of her guts come yeah, out. Yeah, while, while they were fighting, she somehow got completely undressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't mind that so much. Uh, so now Jamie and Lisa are the only ones left. Uh, the sun has come up. They make their way out into the parking lot. And Sarah decides that she's going to go ahead and kill Jamie because he was part of the whole shit anyway. Yeah, he knew all about it. Yeah, so kills Jamie. That's the end of your movie. What did you think of Gutter Balls from 2008, my friend? Hot damn. (laughs) Hot mess, more like. It was was good. I liked it. I actually liked it. It had a bit of everything. I think some of the scenes, like the rape scenes, it went on for a while. It did. Um, But, I mean, the gruesome factor was really good. Some of the... Some of the uh, special effects look pretty damn realistic. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, not bad. Very cheesy. Mm-hmm. I, the acting... Acting yeah. was bananas. Yeah. Especially from... Over the top. The Steve. guy that played Steve. Yeah. All the time. What the fuck is fucking going on, you fuckers? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, buddy. <laughs> Take it easy. How about a lozenge or something? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, it's a good, it's, it's something that I would put on, um, if there were people in my house and I wanted them to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Thanksgiving's so coming around the corner. There it is. <laughs> yeah. I better, I better order my Blu-ray now. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's round zone. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's something, it's something to watch at least once. Uh, I found it streaming on Amazon Prime. I had to rent it. It was like four bucks. Uh, from what Tony said though, it's on YouTube. And you you get to see everything that we just said. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, don't watch it at work or in front of the kids. Right. Unless you're ready to deal with some HR concerns. Yeah. Or some uncomfortable questions. And probably put headphones on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, my kids are used to that. They've seen me play Mortal Kombat, so. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I sound like when I play. Oh, you fucking fuckers! What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> All right, inmates. Uh, I say check it out. It's yeah, worth a definitely. watch at least once, just to mm-hmm. just to sate your curiosity. We're gonna take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, you maniacs. Oh yeah. Oh, I 
Hey inmates, if you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, quick bit of business before we get into the rest of the show stuff. Mm-hmm. Bad news, boys and girls. No Padded Room podcast next week. I've got some family matters to attend to, and it's going to be a bit of a fucking thing. Well, if you get tired of them, gutter balls. Yeah, gut, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slap it right on there. How right. you like that chick? Oh, look at that. Look at the time. Look at the it's time. time for gutter balls. Oh, get wait a minute. Here's here. the part where she gets killed with a cock in her mouth. <laughs> hey, You're going to yeah. want to stay for that one, Grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch what they do with his bowling pin. Ah! <laughs> uh, yeah, no show next week. Uh, I've got some family in town in town for the uh, holidays so I'm not going to I'll probably pull an episode off the Patreon feed and drop it on you just so you have something to listen to next week um, we will be back in two weeks from now with uh, the last week of Rape Revenge Month here in the padded room so sorry about that inmates hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving I will not I can tell you that right now mine <laughs> is going to be fucking miserable <laughs> god damn it uh, so yeah, sorry about that inmates. Uh, we'll get back to you in two weeks. There will be something there, uh, on your feed though. I don't know what it'll, what it'll be yet, but I'll put something together. In the meantime, buddy, are you ready for the Terror Dome? Yeah, you bet I am. Let's get it on. Mm-hmm. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner. In the Inferno Conference, we had Angela from Night of the Demons versus the Xenomorph. The demon strode confidently through the town, expecting to inspire fear and terror, but was disappointed to find no one to frighten. Now the street's empty and filled with empty egg sacks. In her confusion, she couldn't have seen or heard the alien behind her. With a quick flash of claws and teeth, it was over, and Angela was finally at peace. With a vote of ten to four, the Xenomorph advances over Angela from Night of the Demons. That was a given, right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no way around that. No. I like Angela. I might have taken her over like an Otis. I did take her over Otis Driftwood. Maybe a Jigsaw, Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably uh, Herbert West. 
Yeah. That's probably about as far as I go. Anybody with a heartbeat, yeah. she probably could have handled. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess maybe the Xenomorph has a heartbeat, but that doesn't really count. Right. Right? That's a, that's a whole other breed right there, mm-hmm. buddy. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Yeah. We are in the Inferno Conference round 10. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at doing this, so there's that. Instinct. The body's natural ability to discern its best course of action. When rationale, logic, and even common sense fail, all you have left is instinct. Sill's natural instinct was to reproduce, find the best possible mate available, and begin her own personal and completely unique mating ritual, the byproduct of which would be the best possible offspring. But in Los Angeles, the only byproduct she got was dead bodies and disappointment. Lawrence's instinct was to hunt. On the full moon of every month, Lawrence would begin his own bloody and brutal ritual of shape-shifting and taking to the streets of L.A. to perform his civic duties, namely ridding the city of its lowest common denominators. But this night, as the wolf, he catches a different scent. Blood and violence as usual, but something more foreign and exotic, something not of this world. A new new hunt begins for both Lawrence and Sill. In singles competition, we have The Wolfman versus Sill from the Species movies. What do you think of that, buddy? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to go with Sill on this one. Okay. I'm going to go with The Wolfman. And the reason why is because Sill has to, like, play. You know what I'm saying? She's got to get the guys all hot and bothered. And then get <laughs> Good him, work, though. And then get him back to that weird <clears throat> cocoon situation that she does. I don't think that's going to work against a werewolf. I think it's just going to be teeth and claws and blood and everything else. Hmm. So for that reason, I'm taking the Wolfman over Sill. All right. That's your Teradome matchup for the for the two weeks, inmates. It's the Wolfman versus Sill. Get us your votes. You have two weeks to do it now. Uh, the Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. Or you get us on the email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. In the meantime, we have to tell you which uh, movies we've been watching this week in a little segment called, What Are You Looking At, Buddy? What are you looking at? So I'm continuing my run-through of the Paranormal Activity franchise. Oh, yeah? I got uh, Paranormal Activity, the Marked Ones from 2014. Mm -hmm. That's the one where they go to the hood. Yep. Traditionally, it's never been a good idea for a franchise to go to the hood. Right. It never works. It's, it's usually just doesn't work out. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the hood. Tales from the hood. Uh, <laughs> with old leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun <laughs> yeah. back to the hood. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. Um, I'm sure there's other ones. Oh, uh, I guess technically it's kind of when Wishmaster went to prison. That was kind of oh, in the yeah. hood. Never a good. Never a good sign. No. Um, this one is probably. The best of the Hood sequels. It's actually not bad. <laughs> but you get a little bit more backstory on the midwives. This is the first time they actually refer oh, yeah. to them as the midwives. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess technically this story would be happening just after the events of Paranormal Activity 4. So there's that. So mm-hmm. this would technically be a sequel. 
Uh, not bad. It's not a bad show. It kind of yeah. goes on a, on a weird turn towards the end mm-hmm. when you get the reveal that uh, Hector and Jesse were in the kitchen, apparently, when um, Katie killed Micah in the mm-hmm. first movie. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But we can just write it off because right. who gives a shit? And then I watched uh, Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension from 2015. Mm-hmm. This is where they officially jumped the shark. Uh, the like, in my opinion, the beauty of the Paranormal Activity movies is the subtlety of them. Yes, you know, uh, when the ambiance sound kicks up and you see the door move just a little bit to the mm-hmm. left and back to the right, that's creepy as shit. Right. Par- Ghost Dimension: You get to see Toby. You get to see the entity and what it looks like. It's wildly disappointing. Yeah. I don't want to see it, man. No. I don't want to. Now, Leave now, it to your imagination. And and then at the end, they hit us with a ghost quake. Yeah. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, either your your house just got hit by a boulder or something <laughs> like Northern that. quake. A ghost quake. All the yeah. fuck. All right, you motherfuckers. That's just cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not my favorite. I started Paranormal Activity Next of Kin. Mm-hmm. I, I I made I think I got about forty five minutes into it. It doesn't feel like a paranormal activity movie. Yeah, it's very. It feels more like a coffee commercial to me. Oh, really? It's very. Well, every, that's how they lay it on you. You know, oh, this is all happy. Blah, I know, blah, but that's not boom. That's not the paranormal f- franchise. You know what I mean? The paranormal franchise is you know the gritty cams. Yeah. The the night vision stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe I just didn't sit far enough into Next of Kin, but so far it was like... Tra- I think it's coming. Traveling, and oh, I found out my adopted family's Amish. Oh. Yeah. I, I You know, I've got my weird multi-ethnic group of friends, and they're smoking weed. How's that going to fly? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't... It, I don't know, man. I'm So far, I'm not into it. Yeah, get back to the house. Get back to one location. Yep. Put the cameras up, mm-hmm. you know. We show the nighttime vision get, stuff. Show like the weird shadows on the wall. Be subtle with it. Yeah, I'm not so far. I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna. I'll give you a full report uh, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So far, I'm not into it, man. Wow. It just doesn't feel like a paranormal activity movie. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got? Oh, I'm, hey. oh. I have actually been watching quite a bit here. Okay. Well, yeah, you had a fucking month. Yeah. All right, Red Notice. I just uh, recently watched okay, that. Okay, that's the Rock and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Rock and Ryan Reynolds. That was actually pretty good. Mr. Okay. Brooks. Oh, with uh, Dane Cook and Kevin Costner. Yeah, that's I actually a- hadn't seen this. I thought I had. Nope, I haven't. That was uh, that's a pretty good show. I felt like that was kind of like the precursor to Dexter. Yeah. You know, yeah. in a weird way. Definitely. Uh, De- speaking of Dexter, Dexter the New Blood. I've heard good things. Yes, I saw the first episode. Yeah, they did very well bringing it out. It's supposed to be ten years later. Okay, and I mean, what a way to just just start it. Okay, yeah, they did a really good job. Did, trying to find, can I ask? In. Did he go back to Miami? No, he's somewhere else. Yeah, he's somewhere else. Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. that would have kind of pissed me off. Yeah, no, he's you know how he left for ten years and yeah. he's like this logger or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's basically. Out away. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and very good. Okay. I don't want to give too much away on Alrighty. it. All righty. Uh, the Hunt. The Hunt. Oh, uh, yeah. Bloomhouse, right? Yes. Okay. That one was pretty good. It was comedy. Yeah. You know, comedy, horror. Dark you know, comedy. Yeah. Uh, Antlers. I saw this in the theater. How is that? I've heard um, good things. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Good little creature feature. It's okay. totally different. Um, I like what they did with it. It's, yeah. Yeah. The, the scenery, like everything was really good. All right. Good on it. Uh-huh. Good creepy flick. Becky, 
Oh, uh, Kevin James. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. I liked that. I liked it. He's actually he actually can act. Yeah, you know, outside of Paul Blart, <laughs> right? You know, I like I like him taking on. I like it when comedic actors take on um, like serious roles in horror movies, right? Except for Chris Rock. I can't get past that he's Chris Rock. You know, yeah. It's that. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Or maybe that uh, Saw movie wasn't that great. But oh, yeah. I just had such a hard time looking at him and, and not, like, chuckling. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Even wait when for, he's being serious. Good luck. Yeah, something like that, you <laughs> yeah. know? It's such a... It's, it's, it's a hard sell. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're looking at, inmates. How about mm-hmm. some immersion therapy? Yeah. Immersion therapy. Did you get a chance to check out the trip from 2021? Yeah. What'd you think? That was that was quite a riot. I loved it. I, loved it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Uh, my favorite is when they're tied up in the basement. He's like, "Well, somebody's getting raped." Go ahead, queer Dave. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he was all about. Oh yeah, you know what? Have yeah, at her. Have at yeah. her. I hate her. Yeah. I hate her. She'll love it. She's a whore anyway. <laughs> yeah, queer Dave. Wait, queer. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was pretty damn good. That's a good show, man. Is mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was very comedic, even like at its darkest points, like when they were on the point of raping the husband. Mm-hmm. It was still still got a pretty good chuckle out of it. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, good to see Numi Rapace back in action, right? too. She looks good. Yeah, she does. Uh, she may replace Courtney Cox on my celebrity list. Yeah. She's aging well. Have we seen her naked? I don't think so. I think we did. I, one of those uh, dragon tattoo movies. Oh. I haven't seen I that. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to review that. All right. Hmm. I'll uh, I'll look into that. Check out the trip from 2021. Dark comedy, but probably more comedy, but still dark. Yeah. Um, When the guy's dad gets thrown into the lawnmower. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he rescued the son, but it says not going to rescue the dad. I thought that was kind of like... Yeah, well, he got him into his uh, hammock and kind of gave him a fond to do. (laughs) That was good times. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week? All right, this week let's check this two weeks. Let's check out 2021's "No One Gets Out Alive." This is about an immigrant search of the American dream who, after being forced to take a room in a boarding house, finds herself in a nightmare she can't escape. Yeah, and you will find this gem on Netflix. Check that shit out, inmates. We will do the same and compare notes in two weeks from now. Now it's time to educate Darian. I'm right. By way of Miss Monica. Educating Miss Monica. My clues from last week. Uh, me and my dad and my uncle are here to decide whether or not to restore this old house without power and the windows boarded up or to just gut it and leave it to the elements. Uh, fuck me if there isn't somebody else in here with us. We can't turn the lights on to find out because there's no fucking power. 
I really hope I don't uh, find any evidence of any sexual misconduct between my dad and uncle and me from when I was younger. And uh, by the way, I might be batshit crazy and it might be me that's running around. I don't know. I am Silent House. Um, have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Experimental movie because the entire movie takes place in one continuous take. And they did it. It looks great. Elizabeth Olsen is screaming hot in oh, that movie. Man. And uh, a bit of a mind bender, especially at the end. That's actually an Americanization of another movie called Silent House, which I believe is Chilean. Um, the Chilean version doesn't get all with the child abuse, but there is some other things that get revealed. <laughs> uh, very cool. Very good show. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, it is Halloween night, and my friends and I are out on a hayride. Uh, Too bad the farmer whose land we're staying on decided to pull up the wrong tree trunk at the wrong fucking time and jumpstart a zombie apocalypse. Oh my gosh. God damn it, if there isn't uh, a bunch of naked ladies in this town getting naked for no goddamn reason as the zombies are attacking, um, well, there's reasons, but watching the movie, you're like, why is... (laughs) <laughs> do we really need a shower scene right here it's supposed to be a zombie movie I don't, it's fine uh, I'll be goddamn if one of the original zombies from Night of the Living Dead didn't write, direct, and produce this movie and star in it and oddly enough is the only zombie that's allowed to uh, be in the scene with any of the naked ladies <laughs> which is something that's very noticeable when you watch this film <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, think about that, inmates, and I will fill you in on who I am next or two weeks from now. Um, yeah, there you have it. In the meantime, my friends, I think that's about going to do us for the week. Thank you again very much for joining us and your correspondence. Uh, we'll rejoin you again in two weeks with House on the Edge of the Park here in Rape Revenge Month, courtesy of Miss Monica. Um, we do have a uh, Patreon campaign running, if anybody gives a shit. Find the link at paddedroompodcast.com. $5 donation will get you control of the month of December, as well as a tra- uh, Padded Room travel mug and a Padded Room t-shirt. And uh, yeah, any other information you need to know about us, paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, find our bios, links to all of our shows, all 502 episodes mm-hmm. of the goddamn Padded Room podcast <laughs> will be up there. In the meantime, for Buddy, who is not in absentia this week, right? Miss Monica, who is in absentia this week, horny zombies, uh, big scary empty houses, uh, bowling pins, bowling fucking pins, <laughs> husbands and wives that are plotting their each other's demises, and the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Put my hands up. Keep